So I guess technically this would be like 51, episode 51 of the Don't Start a Band podcast if you include the, you know, the why thems and the this and the that and the other things. Uh, you know, I I kind of felt like I had to come up with some idea to keep it rolling and keep it going, but honestly, I could sit and fucking listen to myself talk for hours. I got shit to say. I got ideas. I got opinions. And I'm going to share them. Because uh, apparently, you know, opinions are what people want to hear these days. And then if they don't like your opinion, then they contact the internet lords and they get you kicked off the internet. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to roll with that. Um, as far as the uh, intervals between episodes and the fact that I haven't done an episode in months, uh, I don't really have a good excuse per se, but I can say that I was getting my shit together a little bit. Uh, a lot of big changes happened in my life, some moves um, and, you know, at 27 years old, just trying to figure my shit out a little bit. Uh, I don't know, you know, astrology is a big thing nowadays. Everybody's getting into it. Uh, so if you're familiar with the whole Saturn return thing, um, different sources will say different things. They say it happens like 29, 28. 30, somewhere around there, but basically the idea behind it is every, like when you're 30 years old, Saturn returns to the exact spot in the solar system that it was in when you were born, and apparently when this happens, uh, you tend to have those life-altering changes and you go through some hard shit and it's supposed to be, uh, supposed to be something of a rebirth and I'm not sure that I subscribe to astrology or that whole idea but it's kind of a big fucking coincidence that it's all happening at this point um but it's good you know 27 years old having a little shift uh it feels like the first chapter of my life has been closed and set aside. Actually, I guess it wouldn't be a chapter. It'd be more like the first book. The Sorcerer's Stone is over, and now I'm moving on to the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, that's for all you Star Wars fans out there. The fucking Star Wars and Harry Potter fans are going to be pissed off at that. The funny thing is, they're so intense about it, and a couple of times to people close to me in my life, I have made that comparison just as a joke. I understand that they're nothing alike, but I have said that uh, Harry Potter and Star Wars are basically the same thing, you know? They both use magic, um... And there's some other things, you know, they both kind of have wands, I guess you could call a lightsaber a wand. There's some super old dude who's the old wise man, but can still kick ass. Uh, yeah, honestly, I, I don't believe that, but I wonder how many people turned off this episode right when I said that just, just for shits and giggles. Uh, but yeah, the whole, uh, rebirth thing as much as that word kind of makes me cringe it's kind of a little woo woo or whatever uh that's basically what has happened this summer um a lot of big changes and kind of figuring out myself as a as a solo being take that however you want to but figuring out how to be an adult in my own way by myself. 
Um, so yeah, I've been a little pre preoccupied with that. Um, which going along with that, that just brings up, you know, mental health, which a lot of people have talked about through this whole, uh, pandemic thing, especially for musicians. And it was a really big conversation, you know, a year ago when there was no touring, nothing was happening. It was all shut down. Uh, but personally, ever since shows started coming back and you started seeing, you know, venues putting on the shows and this, that, and the other thing, uh, I really, along with figuring my shit out, started to get super anxious about, uh, you know, getting everything fired back up again and getting everything up and running. And I kind of fell into this weird, uh, I think, you know, due to the anxiety and depression, I fell into this weird spot where I didn't, I was so anxious that I didn't do anything, which if you have anxiety or depression out there, you get that. You kind of just freeze and you, it crossed my mind every single day. I got to email venues, email venues, do this, do that, all this shit. It crossed my mind every day, made me super anxious every day. Um, but I didn't, I didn't do anything about it right away. Um, but that's, you know, that's just the name of the game you know, getting everything fired back up again. At the end of the day, nobody has, nobody living today has gone through something like this in this era of, uh, you know, musicians and touring and everything. Nobody had a guidebook for, okay, when the world opens back up again, you can, you know, go back to touring, you can go back to having EP release shows and everything. And it was weird too, because the backseaters had put out an EP in December of 2020. And usually when you put out an EP, you do a release show and all this stuff and you keep the momentum going. But, um, you know, it kind of, uh, you know, as much as it pains me to say it, it was a little, you know, stagnant. We put out the gypsy music video, but, it was another one of those things where it's like, what the fuck do we do? And that's what people have been saying for the past year and a half is, you know, okay, this is the situation. I get it. Now, what the fuck do we do? Because not only were the main parts of the pandemic and the whole situation, like that was its own separate thing. The seriousness of what is going on, whether you believe it or not. I do think the word plandemic is hilarious. Uh, it's totally moronic, but, um, you know, you had the big over-encompassing thing of the pandemic, and then within that veil of pandemic, you have a bunch of information, misinformation, opinions here and there, and you don't know what to believe, and... Uh, Again, if you're like me, you kind of just ended up not listening to anything and shutting everything out because you didn't know what to believe. And, uh, you know, you were basically having fear in one direction or another. And, you know, by not being able to trust any news sources or any of the information coming out, you kind of just shoot all your energy out and then have nothing for yourself. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to do that. I tried to, I stayed pretty insular, I think. Um, cause it was hard to decipher all that, but yeah, musicians every day, you know, normies, nobody knew what the fuck to do. And I think a lot of people, it scared them, which rightfully so. But also, I don't think a lot of people wanted to admit that they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. Um, and those are the same people that even when there's not a pandemic, 
nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. There is no guidebook that says like how to be a human. There's different, you know, books on how to be successful, how to do this, that, and the other thing. But the fact is, is sub- success is so subjective. Like what is successful to me is not success to another person, you know? So at the end of the day, you can't write a book on how to be successful or, you know, write a book that says you got to do this and you got to have kids by the time you're 30 and you got to have a house and you got to be at this point in your life because everybody does it differently. And, you know, I kind of learned that a little, well, I guess it wasn't a little while ago, it was a long while ago when I decided not to go to college, just like a bunch of the people I went to high school with. Uh, I just, I knew it wasn't right for me. Uh, and I worried about that for a while. I was like, am I missing out? Am I making a mistake because I'm not doing what so many other people are doing? Like, am I going to get left behind? That was my, my big fear. And, you know, talking out loud right now, I can think of many instances where that has been my fear, not the fear of missing out, but the fear of getting left behind. And, uh, you know, I kind of had to figure it out for myself that there is no, there's no guideline on how to be a human. There's nothing that says you have to go to college. There's nothing that says you have to get a job right out of high school, you know? So figuring all this out, uh, is super difficult and, you know, I, I figured that out in the grand scheme of things when it comes to life, but then uh, really trying to get to that point during the whole pandemic was super hard because you had so much information, true or false, coming at you all the time. It's almost like you didn't have a second to realize that you didn't know what the fuck was going on. And the biggest thing I've learned when you don't know what the fuck is going on is just to be open and listen and, you know, not act right away, but take in information here and there, uh, you know, and like I said, don't act right away. But when you don't know what's going on, you know, it kind of is an empty slate for you to figure out your next move. You know, and I think that's why it was kind of freeing for me to figure out that I didn't know what was going on in life during the pandemic because it let me evaluate the things that I do know about myself. And the things I did know were that I loved music, I loved my family, I loved playing Kendama, as goofy as that is. Um, But yeah, I figured out those true core things about myself, and that's what I focused on for the majority of the pandemic, because at the end of the day, the whole thing was out of everybody's control, basically. And I know people want to point fingers and say, these people, you know, played a part in it. These people are at fault for everything, but... uh. You know, if anything, I wish everybody just could have learned that sometimes you got to admit that things are out of your control and there's nothing you can do about it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And another thing I realized was that I love podcasting. Um, you know, that's another weird thing about the pandemic. I kind of stopped telling people so much that I had a podcast because over the fucking pandemic, everybody started a podcast and there's some good ones. I'm not going to lie. There are some good ones, but you know, not to be a fucking dick, but there are some shitty fucking podcasts that came out of the whole pandemic thing. And I think the lesson that can be learned from that is if you're bored, just fucking be bored, you know, 
find find uh you know a hobby or whatever but you know now that i'm saying it out loud i do feel like a dick uh because maybe they enjoy it i don't know um but i feel like when you put content out i don't know i just i have this beef with people who put uh you know stuff out into the world just to just to put stuff out you know, maybe not even because they love doing it or whatever. They're just looking for something to do, you know, because it kind of waters down everybody else who is trying to work towards something and, uh, and work hard. You know what I mean? They're, they just kind of like oversaturate things, but, and I know I've said this phrase a million times by now, but at the end of the day, uh, those people will get weeded out, you know, after the year and a half, people start to go back to work, life starts to get back on track. And the funny thing is, is I put out less podcasts during the pandemic. And now I'm about to fire this shit up and start putting out podcasts again. Because I am really proud of what I've created. And the the thing about it all and especially when i tell people that i have a podcast and people are like okay everybody has a fucking podcast but then they go and look at the page and they're like holy shit you've put out like 50 episodes and i go i know dude i fucking know uh and i'm a big believer that that's not all for nothing you know every I think everybody who I've interviewed who's been on the podcast has told me that I had a knack for this hosting shit. And, you know, people have told me that they enjoy the podcast. They enjoy hearing this fucking motor mouth go on and on and on about shit. Uh, And the cool thing is, and I owe it all to, you know, the people I've had on, the people who have shared the podcast, but... People all over the world, literally, I've looked at the, uh, you know, logistics of everything. People all over the world have listened to this podcast. And uh, that that just really makes me feel like, like I have a duty, you know? So we've covered the fact that I've been getting my shit together, which... You know what? I'm going to use that as my excuse for the uh, lack in podcasts for the last however long. Also, the phone interviews are super hard. Like, I I loved doing them with the people I did them with, like Youth Fountain, uh, James from the Oasis podcast, uh lion I am like I love doing them and I'm totally down to continue to do them um but I don't know it was just it was super difficult and for some reason my brain did the opposite of what everybody else's brain did where you know I started this podcast back in uh August or September 2018 And I went, you know, full force, basically, up until COVID happened. And then I just, like, kind of dropped out of it. And then a bunch of people went on Amazon. They got USB microphones. And they said, I'm going to start a podcast. And uh, I'm trying to think of, like, some of the goofy-ass ones I've seen. Uh, You know... Some of them are just, I mean, if it has bros in the title, uh, just a tip for everybody out there, it's probably not going to be that great because it's just going to be two guys drinking shitty, expensive beer talking about the good old days, which if you want to talk about the good old days, that's fine fucking do that but you don't have to record it and put it on a streaming flat 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 platform wow 
a streaming platform. You don't have to do it, okay? You could put it on uh, whatever the anchor, I think it is, you know, the whatever. Um, or YouTube, you know, a lot of people put out YouTube podcasts. Uh, fuck, I wish I could remember. There's just been so many that I've checked out, that I've seen advertised that, uh, you know, basically what it did was it made me realize, holy shit, the world needs me. The world needs the Don't Start a Band podcast. Just kidding. I'm not that narcissistic. Um, But I will say that I know that my podcast is better than quite a few podcasts out there in the world. I enjoy doing it. uh, And I, you know, I think I have something here. 50 episodes is not an easy feat. So uh, I guess, you know, I have my rebirth at 27 in my personal life. Uh, being a new man, going out into the world kind of on my own a little bit. Uh, And now this is going to be the rebirth of the Don't Start a Band podcast. And what I've kind of decided is, uh, you know, I tried the why them thing, um, which, you know, I might still do here and there if I find something that I really need to defend or talk about, uh, which, you know, I have a couple ideas for that. Um, I do want to do interviews. So if you are interested in being on the podcast, hit me up. It's dsabpodcast at gmail.com. dsabpodcast at gmail.com. Hit me up. I'll have you on the podcast. Uh, You know, I love having musicians and bands obviously but I also just love having people on who are passionate about something because there's nothing like having a conversation with somebody who's talking about the thing they're passionate about whether it's music tattooing uh you know being a business owner being a kendama player uh it's infectious being around people who are talking about what they're passionate about. You know what I mean? And whether or not you're passionate about the same thing that those people are passionate about, um, it's still inspiring and lights a fire under your ass to go and do the thing that you're passionate about or find something that you're passionate about. Um, and a little side note that I would like to make a little, uh, non-paid-for, non-sponsored plug is a book that has changed my life in a big way that I think everybody, and I mean everybody should read, is it's called Finding Flow by, uh, I'm going to fuck up his name, but it's Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, I think. Um But yeah, it's called Finding Flow, and here's a pro tip. You can listen to it for free on YouTube. I think it's a five to seven hour audio book, but that book has changed my life. It goes into what exactly happens in your brain and what it does for your life. When you find that passion, you can get lost in something. And he, you know, talks about watching TV, which, of course, you can get lost in that. You can get lost in binge watching a show, but that's, uh, you know, like, it's a, it's a passive thing. You know what I mean? You're not, you're losing yourself, but you're not the like. The, it's almost like the doorway is open, and you're, you know, losing yourself, shit's going out, but nothing's coming back in. Like, you know, when you play guitar, for instance, and you're playing and you're putting yourself into the guitar and, you know, putting this sound and your soul out into the universe 
and with that you're getting you're gaining knowledge and you're gaining experience and you're gaining this sense of fulfillment that I I don't even know how to describe and I consider myself very lucky to have multiple things that I can get myself lost in whether it's playing drums, guitar, piano, kendama, like I know it sounds fucking goofy, the whole kendama thing. I get it, okay? It's a Japanese skill toy. Although I will say, there are a lot of fucking adults that are kendama pros. But uh, all that aside, having something that you can lose yourself in and have this open connection with you know, the next dimension, uh, you know, having something like that brings you a sense of fulfillment that, uh, you know, nothing that you buy could ever give you, you know, for all you Amazon junkies out there, I get it. Amazon's fucking awesome, but trying to buy something or trying to find somebody to fill that void, it never works. I can tell you that from personal experience and not because I stopped playing music or anything, but I have had those little voids that I try to fill with, you know, buying things and meeting people and, you know, doing all this stuff outside myself. But when I really hone in on my music and kendama and I get lost in that, that's when I feel whole. And that, I wish that for everybody in the world. I wish that everybody in the world had that one thing or two things or three things, whatever, that they could lose themselves in so that they could feel that wholeness. Because when you have that, you're not, uh, you're a little more at peace, you know, because you're not searching, you're not trying to weed and push past people and, uh, you know, I guess taking drugs would also be on that list. Taking drugs, buying shit on Amazon, hooking up with people. Um, but, uh, you know, when you have that sense of fulfillment, it just makes you a more peaceful, open person. Like personally, if I sit down and I play drums for two hours, like I get up and I don't feel like, uh, you know, I don't feel like I owe the world anything. I feel fully present in myself and I am just a part of this universe. And once I read Finding Flow, it, it just all made sense and it gave me this sense of satisfaction that felt like I am doing all the right things to potentially live the best possible life that I can. Um, and I am extremely grateful for that. And that's something I try and walk around with every day, you know, because you play drums for two hours or whatever, you get up, you're peaceful for a little while, but if you're not conscious of it, it does, the feeling fades and then you start seeking again. But one thing I just try and keep in mind that I have this thing that I love that, you know, loves me back. And I keep that in mind. And I, another thing that I really worked on during the pandemic is just being present, period. Uh, because everybody was, you know, they were wishing it was the past. They were wishing it was pre-pandemic. Or they were worried about the future. And like I said, you know, the whole thing was out of pretty much everybody's control. There's nothing you could do about it. So worrying about it isn't going to affect the future and wishing you were in the past is fucking pointless because you can't go back. You can have the memories, you can look back fondly, but you can't go back. So wishing that you were somewhere else isn't, it isn't good for you. You know, nostalgia is good and little bite sizes, but other than that, wishing that you were in another time uh it's not good for you because it's going to make you waste the time that you have now in the present 
And yes, I do realize that this sounds super fucking hippy-dippy. And at the end of the day, maybe I've become a little hippy-dippy. But the thing is, is that I'm happier and I'm more at peace with myself, I guess. So when it comes to the podcast, like I said, I'm still going to have guests on. Uh, I'm still going to try and get guests. There's actually you know, a few bands that I would love to have on, um, you know, to reach out to and stuff. Uh, obviously there's plenty of talented individuals and bands in the Denver slash Colorado music scene that I would love to have on. And also if you've been on the podcast before, I'd love to have you on again, you know, Love to do a part two because, uh, well, honestly, I just love doing the podcast. I love interviewing people. And I think, you know, most of the people that I've had on the show have put out new music and shit. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to have uh, people who have already been on, on again. Because um, another thing, too, is... Now we're friends. Now we're cool with each other. Uh, the conversation will be even better. Uh, maybe a little sillier. Maybe we'll get a little more real. I don't know. But when you sit down with somebody for two hours and interview them and, you know, have that initial conversation, it it gets, it breaks down the walls and gets, uh, you know, gets all the awkwardness out of the way. And I got to say, that is one of the, you know, funny things about doing this podcast. Honestly, I think it made me better at, uh, you know, talking to people, asking questions and like holding a conversation. But it's just kind of funny that most of the people who were on the podcast when they uh, came over to the studio, that was my first time ever meeting them. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, I just met you and now I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and we're going to, you know, shoot the shit, even though we've never met. You don't really know me. I don't really know you. Um, But yeah, it's just uh, it's a very cool thing. And I'm very grateful for uh, having that opportunity and getting to talk to all the cool people that I've gotten to talk to. Uh, you know, the podcast has connected me with so many people, even if it was meeting them for the first time. Um, but also I just love being able to spread the word about whoever is on, you know, uh, like Brad, the tattoo artist, um, you know, all the bands and artists that I've had on, like I said, I'd love to have you guys on again, uh, and get, you know, get real, get deeper, get sillier, um, get back to having those great conversations. So I'm still going to have guests on. Uh, I still might do the why them thing here and there. Um, I might have little special episodes here and there where I pick a specific thing and talk about that. Um, but honestly, I kind of... I kind of want to, and I guess you guys can try and hold me to this, but one thing I would like to do is I would like to at least record or put one out once a week. You know, I have all this extra dinking around time on Sunday nights. Sundays we have family day. So Sunday nights I have all this fucking dinking around time and I usually waste it or I play kendama or uh you know I just sit in agony thinking about Monday just kidding I don't really do that because here's the thing Monday is always gonna come okay you can get mad you can get upset you can get sad that you know the weekend's over and Monday's coming but news flash for everybody Monday will always come so there's no point in fucking wasting your mental health on dreading Mondays. I do it. I'm not perfect, okay? I do it sometimes, but I do 
realize the mechanics of how ridiculous it is to dread Mondays. But anyway, I have all this extra, uh, you know, dinking around, fucking around, goofing off time on Sunday nights, and I realized, you know, how how could I better use this time? What could I do to be more productive? And this is what I've landed on. I've landed on the podcast. Uh, I definitely, being the fucking motor mouth that I am, I have new shit that I can talk about once a week. You know, uh, whether it's, probably won't be a lot of current events, I'm not going to lie, um, but it might be about my own music. Um, I think I do want to start talking about a lot of the music that I listen to. Uh, because I've, I've really started listening to some cool shit that I would really love to, uh, get in front of everybody and, you know, get it in everybody's ears. And I would love to talk about that music and because I'm passionate about it, I'm passionate about music and there's at least one song once a week that I absolutely fall in love with. And I would love to talk to everybody about what about that song captures me, you know? And, uh, yeah, so I, I can definitely fucking run my mouth at least once a week and give you guys an episode. But here's the thing. I promise it will be quality. It will be good quality and you guys will enjoy it. That is the Don't Start a Band podcast guarantee. I guarantee you will enjoy the future episodes where it's just me talking. I will bring value to you. That is the whole idea behind this podcast and starting it was to bring value to people, to educate people on the inner workings initially, to educate people on the inner workings of being a rising musician or band, you know, to try and open the door and give a peek behind the curtain so that people could see what it means to be an artist or a band. And then, you know, once that spread into different kinds of passions and stuff, it, uh, you know, the value was to hopefully inspire people to be tattoo artists or kendama players or, you know, what have you. My mission has always been to bring value to the people who listen to this podcast. So I can guarantee that every single episode will be uh, valuable. Uh, Because like I shit on... um, all the shitty podcasts towards the beginning of this episode. I don't want to just put shit out just to put shit out, you know, because if you put shit out, people will realize it's shit and they'll go, oh, so now this is a shitty podcast. And then they stop listening. So you got to bring value. You got to have something. And, uh, you know, I got something. I got these words in my fucking brain that want to come out, that want to tell you these things. I love sharing, you know, music and shit like that with people. And what better way to do it than on a 50 plus episode podcast? And like I said, it's a rebirth, okay? We did the first 50 episodes, we're half of a hundred. So moving forward, We're just going to crank them out. We are going to go on this journey together. Another thing I'd like to do is maybe start doing like uh, live streams while I do uh, the podcast. You know, then I can answer questions. I can, you know, interact with people a little bit and have it be an experience. You know, I just at the end of the day, I love doing this podcast. I love doing it. I love putting it out. I love the feedback that I get, good and bad. I just fucking love doing it. And I kind of realized, you know, if I love doing it, why why am I not doing it? But, yeah, I'm going to, you know, 
shoot the shit with people. I'm going to talk to you guys about the music I'm listening to, music I love, realizations that I've had. I have fucking new realizations every day. I write them down on my phone. Um, You know, things I realize about my life that could be applicable to your life. But also, you know, different philosophies and different just ideas that I have. People are afraid to share their ideas because everybody's a fucking critic and they're afraid that somebody is going to shoot them down. And I can guarantee goddamn to you that somebody will always be there to shoot down your idea. So you might as well just put it out because I can also guarantee that somebody is going to enjoy it. Somebody's going to want to hear it. So, yeah, I'm just going to, I'll talk to you guys about realizations, epiphanies, philosophies. Um, Basically, I'll talk to you about whatever I want because it's my fucking show. But we're going to keep cranking out these episodes. We're going to move into the future um, because, like I said, you know, I'm not trying to just fucking talk in circles here. I'm trying to read and talk at the same time. But, yeah, I... uh, I love doing it, and I I have some good ideas for future episodes, uh, gimmick, non-gimmick ideas for future episodes. Uh, so I guess, you know, I am asking, hold me to it. If I am not putting this shit out, I want you to hit me up and say, hey, dummy, where's our fucking episode? And then I'll go, oh, shit, what did I do last Sunday night? I didn't do shit. Um, granted, sometimes life gets in the way and I do have shit. But I would say mm, probably 92% of the time I don't have anything going on Sunday nights. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and put out an episode uh, at least once a week. Maybe I'll try and do another one uh, this week as well because, uh, you know, this is kind of the intro episode to kind of give you guys an update and tell you what is coming for the future of the don't start a band podcast. Um, yeah. So I hope you guys are excited. Uh, one thing I would like to talk to you guys about is my YouTube channel real quick. But before I talk about my YouTube channel, um, I'm just going to, you know, let everybody who's listening know that I did turn on the uh, Instagram live. It's kind of late right now, so I don't have high expectations uh, to get a lot of people viewing. But uh, yeah, just wanted to let the listeners know if I end up, you know, interacting with people or what have you. Um But yeah, I wanted to talk to everybody, tell you guys about my YouTube channel because I don't think a lot of people are aware that I have a YouTube channel because I don't promote it as often as I should. So um, if you guys could do me a big favor, just go to YouTube, subscribe to Jake Backseaters. There's actually videos of past Don't Start a Band podcast episodes on there uh, if you'd like to check that out. Um, also I'd like to know what you guys think of the drum covers that I've been doing. Uh, I am in this weird place where obviously I love doing the backseaters, but I also love and still have a desire for playing drums and I'm looking to get, uh, more into it again you know filling in for people whether it be live since shows are back or you know in the studio as a fill-in drummer I just want to play drums again um, because that will always be my first love so I've been putting out uh, a bunch of drum cover videos I did one um, that was a the Kenny Hoopla and Travis Barker song Estella I did the that super popular Olivia Rodrigo song, Good For You. Um, I did another one by an artist. Uh, I think the way you say her name is Namel. Um, 
but I did one of hers. Song's called Blah Blah Blah. Fucking hi-hat on it is clean as hell, in case you were wondering. Um, And then the last one I did was a uh, Polo G song called uh, Party Life. So, yeah, if you guys could go on the YouTube channel and just let me... Let me know what you guys think of the uh, of uh, of the drum covers, as well as you know any of the other videos. I'm gonna be having a new Kendama edit come out. So, uh, hello, Alyssa. You are now viewing a taping of the Don't Start a Band podcast. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna be putting out a new Kendama, my three year edit video soon um and then i got other drum covers in the works so uh yeah go over to my youtube it's jake backseaters um and subscribe because here's the thing too i want to go live on youtube more but the fact of the matter is is i can't go live from like a mobile device or whatever unless i have a hundred subscribers and i'm fucking close i think i'm at like 90 so i just need 10 more subscribers so Alyssa, if you're not subscribed to me on youtube you need to go do that um when you get a chance but yeah please everybody check out the uh the youtube channel and also i just want to plug new backseater stuff uh we've been going to the studio i have a gang of new songs that i'd really like to record but currently we have recorded two brand new songs and on these new songs i'm playing everything but bass so i'm playing drums i'm playing guitar on one of the songs i'm playing a wood block it's fucking tight And I can't wait to share it with you guys. One of the songs is the poppiest song I've ever written in my whole entire life. And I'm super stoked on it because it grooves. And one thing I really loved about it was I was listening to a lot of James Brown at the time. And uh, I just realized how much I loved funk drumming. So it's a backseater sounding song. It's poppy. And then it's just got that like offbeat like ding. That's my that's my best impression of beatboxing, but yeah, super stoked about uh about the new backseaters music. Um, you know, to stick with the non gimmick program, just to give you guys a little taste of um the new episodes to come and what I'm gonna be talking about. You know, just kind of shooting the shit, but putting something out once a week. Um is I started listening to a new band. They're called Nightly. Uh, For fans of the 1975, the band Camino, uh, maybe I think his name's John Bellion. If you haven't heard of the band Nightly, you need to go check out their uh, album. It's called Night Love You, like night comma love you. It is incredible. And the song that hooked me was their song. uh, It's towards the end of the album, but it's called The Movies. And it's spacey and it's like kind of low-key, but it's an absolutely beautiful song. Um, And I I fell in love with it because it had, like I love the band Camino and I love the 1975 and it had that vibe. Kind of a, uh, you know, it's a little bit chiller you know, than some of the 1975 and the band Camino stuff. But uh, honestly, I love that song. And then, you know, I love that whole fucking album. Like I listened to it front to back and the whole thing is just incredible. And I started, you know, watching their shit on YouTube and it's just three guys. There's a drummer, there's a guitar player, and then there's a singer One thing I will say that's a little weird that I've always found a little weird is when a singer is recording vocals and sits down for it. Uh, The dude in that band Nightly does it, but also Adam Duritz from Counting Crows does it. And that's one thing I've never understood because for me personally, I can't project if I'm sitting down. Um, I don't know what that's about. Well, 
okay, here's the thing. I could do it when I was playing drums, but the thing about playing drums is my posture was better. So I think my diaphragm was able to do a little bit more work, but the fucking problem with like, if I'm playing an acoustic show and I'm sitting down or if I'm playing piano and I'm singing at the same time, I have shitty fucking posture. You guys can, I mean, Alyssa, you can tell by the way I'm sitting in this seat right now. Um, I have terrible posture. So singing, sitting down doesn't work for me, but it works incredibly well for, I wish I knew his name now, but for the lead singer of that band nightly. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what I'm going to be doing with these new episodes, telling you guys about new music that I'm listening to. Uh, maybe I'll even talk about good podcasts that I found. Um, because you know, like I said, at the beginning of this episode, I kind of shit on some of the, uh, we should just call them hashtag pandemic podcasts that came out. Some of them weren't great and that's okay. You know, maybe they love doing them. I don't know, but I love doing this. So I'm going to be doing it. Uh, go to the YouTube channel, please subscribe Jake Backseaters. If you want to be on the podcast, it's dsabpodcast at gmail.com. Go check out that band Nightly. They're fucking awesome. Uh, Stay tuned for more Backseaters music and videos. And more importantly, stay tuned for more Don't Start a Band podcast episodes because they're going to be coming for you. I'm going to try and do it once, once a week. Sometimes I might be super productive. I might have a fire under my ass and put out two episodes in a week. I'm not making any promises, but I'm going to do my best. Uh, So thank you to everybody who's listening to this. And I'm really excited about the future of uh, the Don't Start a Band podcast. So thank you guys. Oh, Colton just joined. Uh, hello, Colton. It is kind of late, so I appreciate you checking in on me. I should probably, you know, some people, when I do this on Sunday nights, they're probably going to check in and see why I'm live because it doesn't make a lot of sense to be going live on Instagram at 11 p.m. on a Sunday night. I get that, but I just couldn't contain myself. I couldn't wait to tell everybody about these new podcast episodes coming. So, subscribe to the YouTube. Check out a band called Nightly. If you're looking for a specific song, check out the movies. Um, Stay tuned for new Backseater shit. And stay tuned for new episodes of the Don't Start a Band podcast because they're fucking coming for you. And I'm out.